This is a day I've been looking forward to for two and a half years. We're really proud of Timeline. <laughs> We're going to reimagine Windows. Microsoft is announcing the breakthrough game console called Xbox. We've created a platform attuned to consumers' changing behaviors and an evolving sense of play. We set out to make the best watch in the world. And today, we're introducing Nexus 7. This is it, Xbox One. And we are calling it iPhone. The latest news, the newest products, the biggest names. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Online at yourtechreport.com. Join Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flalo for the next hour of Your Tech Report. You can do so on Twitter at Your Tech Report, Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Check out our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Your Tech Report online. Our email address, contact at yourtechreport.com. Welcome to an awesome awesome show we've got lined up for you guys this week on this week's show ex-nhler mike weaver is launching a very cool app to help in the teaching of hockey we're going to talk to mike weaver on this show we're also going to talk to our good friend frank over at dell and alienware all about their complete lineup announced at ces and their fun stuff lined up for this entire year plus our next giveaway this is probably mitchell going to be our biggest giveaway yet but we're not going to tell you about it till we wrap up this week's show with a very cool interview with the company oh here's a hint autel robotics Mitchell, you know, uh, one of the things in the news is an event that's going on throughout the country of Canada, where I live, and the reason yes. this event <laughs> exists is because there's, there's going to be a big shortage of jobs and a big shortage of skills in the tech sector, and we talk about this all the time because we talk to different companies who empower kids. So to talk about these events that are going on, this event in particular called the HTML 500, I want to welcome uh, our next guest, Jeremy Shakey. Is that how I pronounce it, Jeremy? Uh, Shacky, Shacky, okay. Shacky. <laughs> I'm never good at this. You know, even if you gave me the pronunciation, he would have messed still, it up, Jeremy. I he still would have screwed mauled it up. It. Yeah, he would have mauled it. <laughs> Jeremy, you're the co-founder of a company called Lighthouse Labs, and you've created this event called HTML 500. First, give us some some quick background on what Lighthouse Labs does. Sure. So Lighthouse Labs is a coding institution, essentially, where we have a developer boot camp where we train people to become professional web developers and mobile developers in eight weeks. Very intensive, wow. very immersive, 70 hours a week, including time for beginners um, and people who've coded before. Uh, and then we have part-time courses, intro courses for people who are more wanting to get comfortable with code, but definitely not going toward the developer side. And then we help place them into jobs. So 95% placement for all our job seeking wow. grads into the industry immediately with an average salary of $50,000 a year. And um, we do this because, like you mentioned, there is a huge gap in tech skills. Uh, and tech hasn't been necessarily taught traditionally in the way that it maybe it should be. Um, and there's a lot of people who had no idea about this kind of career choice early on. So actually, our demographics are around 27 to 32 years old, people who have a university degree or people who've had a career. Um, and we're trying to help fill that gap of 150,000 plus jobs that Canada is claiming there will be uh, in the IT sector going forward till, you know, by 2020. You know, Jeremy, you just brought up something very interesting. I think people assume now because we're in the age of technology, everyone has a computer in their pocket, in, in essence, with their with their smartphones, all the gadgets, the smart homes, the smart appliances. Everyone probably feels like, oh, this is the age where people should be tech savvy, and we would have people that could code. But you're right. When it comes to schools, schools, schools both in Canada and the U.S. are still quite tradi traditional in their curriculum. And this is something that is not traditionally taught, but this is a place where you guys can really fill the gap. 
Absolutely. I mean, Lighthouse Labs is actually doing a project in British Columbia right now where we are teaching all the teachers from grade six to nine how to teach this in their curriculums because the BC government mandated it. Wow. And nobody knew how to teach it yet. And that's one of the bigger challenges is, you know, how do teachers who are not necessarily tech savvy or coding savvy uh, bring this into their curriculums on a more regular basis and prepare people for it um, and prepare kids for it? So I think there's, you know, there's still a long way to go. I think we're much more tech savvy in general, but when it comes to coding and building, tech, very different story. And, you know, with the growing need of all industries and tech, um, it's something that has to happen kind of sooner rather than later. So, Jeremy, a couple of years ago, you created HTML 500, which is a, is a Canada-wide event going uh, whose goal really is to promote education in tech. So, really, it's an extension of your own goal at Lighthouse Labs. Can you tell us about how this event has evolved since it started in 2014? Yeah, so the event itself is teaching 500 people in a single day in a single city how to learn to code in a very basic way um, and in a very social and fun way to really reduce the intimidation um, and make sure that everybody understands that coding is for everyone. Uh, You know, it's something that we tend to think of coding for academia or nerds or whatever, and I mean, I'm not saying it's not. I'm a little bit of a nerd myself. Um, (laughs) So are we. No shame here, Jeremy. So are we. (laughs) That's right. But it is really for everyone and anyone can do it. So you know, we originally created the event, it was just to reduce the barriers, keep it free, 500 people, it's going to be social, and get a lot of the tech industry involved in mentoring and supporting. Um, Where it's evolved to is we're now going to nine different cities across the country, uh, and more so we're kind of connecting, we're building the larger conversation around, you know, Canada and tech education by being really personal and making sure every individual experience is phenomenal, but also by helping all the people who don't attend see how many people are learning to code across the country, and that this is something we need to be talking about more as a, you know, what is the real solution other than events that take one day and have you, you know, create something. And that's that's definitely part of it. The awareness is needed. Yeah. Um, but how do we move that conversation forward is something that we're working really hard to build out of the HTML 500 this year. So this is this is hitting cities across Canada. It starts uh, next uh, Saturday, which is February 18th. Now, in the past, you've seen kids from ages seven years old all the way to adults 75 years old? That's that's right. We have everyone. Like this is, you know, this is the. If you ever wanted to see a smorgasbord of human beings learning <laughs> one thing, this is it. It's uh, there's 50% women who show up. There's people of all ages, um, and you know, in an era and time right now where we're talking about uh, people being excluded from things and uh, you know the general feelings that are coming out in the media and news on a regular basis, I can't think of a better way of talking about tech and coding than to say like an event like this is coding is for everyone. It is open, it is accessible, and it is very easy to learn, and it's a skill everyone should be having, learning. You know, Jeremy, when, when I asked my earlier question, I talked about the emergence of smartphones and how they've taken over our lives, and that's everyone's basic intro now into technology is probably their device in their pocket. Do you think, though, that it might have had a negative effect? We had so many people that went into coding for mobile phones, developing apps for mobile devices. Do you think that hurt big picture the other side of the web and developing for desktop software? Was it maybe hurt by the evolution of the smartphone? Um, it's a really good question. I don't think so because I think anyone learning to code, it, you know, if people wanted to create apps because they thought they could make some money off it and they said, right. oh, you know what, I should learn how to code, I think no matter what, that's important. I think the conversation really needs to go into how do you keep developers evolving on a regular basis so that they can learn new, new languages and different things because coding evolves. And if you if you only know how to do mobile on one level and then you become redundant, well, then, yeah, then it's negatively affected. But if it's introducing a lot of people to a lot of different ways of coding, then I think it's fantastic. And let's be honest. Smartphones are something where a lot of the regular community decided, hey, you know what, tech's not so bad in my pocket, and hey, I'm interested in how this stuff gets built. 
Jeremy, can you promote? Tell me, uh, it starts in Toronto, I'm assuming, uh, on the 18th. Um, the events are free, correct? The events are all free. Uh, we have a lottery system going. So Toronto on February 18th is actually, uh, the lottery's already been done, and we're giving out tickets. We've given out all the tickets. There's a huge wait list. We had over 2,000 people sign up for the event. Um, across the country right now, we're about 7,000 people strong in signing up for these events. Uh, but Toronto's the only one where the tickets are locked up. So if you're in any of the other cities, um, you can definitely go and register. And it's all lottery, so it doesn't matter about first come, first serve. Uh, we do it all on one day. And what is the website for people to go uh, go sign up? Uh, www.thehtml500.com Still to come, a very cool giveaway. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss this one. Plus, we speak to Dell and Alienware all about their product lineup and a very cool interview with ex-NHLer Mike Weaver. Follow along with us. We are at Your Tech Report on Twitter. We are back in a moment. There's more Your Tech Report after this. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.